Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into the Faithful Fathering Podcast. This is Josh Ulmer with the podcast team. This week's episode is the second part in a four-part series from a recorded radio broadcast from 2019, where Rick Wirtz, founder and president of Faithful Fathering, answers live listeners' questions on the air. We hope you enjoy Vital Issues, part two. Thank you. It's the bottom of the hour, and you're listening to Christian Radio, KHCB. Time for another special broadcast, one titled Vital Issues in the Christian Home. It's a live call-in program and your opportunity to receive some Christ-centered counsel and insight into some significant issues in your home or any household of faith. Here to introduce today's guest and to uh, tell you how to participate in the program is Bruce Munsterman. Good morning, Dan, and good morning to you. Thanks for being a part of today's broadcast. It's a live program where we have a very special guest today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, fathering as Rick Wirtz of Faithful Fathering of Texas is our special guest today. And I'll tell you, fathers are not just in Texas, they're in every state. And KHCB transcends not only this state, but also many others. And if you have a question that you would like to ask of Rick, uh, he has made himself available this morning to just look at uh, the issues that might be pertinent in your life. You can give us a call uh, through our studio phone number of 713-520-5200, 713-520-5200, or 888-777-5422. It's a toll-free number, 888 777 5422, which is KHCB. Keep that in mind. And uh, give Rick a call. Maybe you have a question about, uh, well, some of the events that he sponsors, or maybe it's about uh, issues concerning uh, fathering and uh, your family or of someone else's. 888 777 or 713-520-5200. We don't put you on the air live, but Dan does take your question. We'll write it down and then forward it to Rick uh, as the broadcast unfolds. And Rick, you know that uh, it, it seems like an hour can be a long time, but uh, on this broadcast, it goes pretty quickly. Indeed. Blessing to be with you, Bruce. Uh, always a joy to have you here. And we want to start out by talking about a, a camping ministry that you have. It's not your focus necessarily, but you do have it as one of the facets Absolutely. of the Faithful Fathering Ministry. So tell us a bit about uh, opportunities coming up just around the corner. Well, this summer, yeah, it's gonna, the way January and February blasted by us, summer's going to be here <laughs> very <laughs> quickly. Right. Starting uh, to warm up just a bit. I was blessed years ago. Uh, my daughter and I did a camping trip. She's 30. She'll be 33 next month, but uh, she and I had a fabulous trip back when she was 13, went on a week-long backpacking trip up in the Sierra Nevadas. Uh, wow. And it, it just proved foundational to our the way we communicate, uh, the way we, you know, to check out of the world, get away from, you know, back then we didn't have cell phones, all that, you know, they weren't all that prevalent, but uh, but just to check out of the noise of the world and to check into each other to a new level to get away from the everything. And it was a beautiful week, and like I said, it was foundational to our relationship and uh, as she matured and continues to be today. And uh, same with my son. He and I went on a trip when he was 15 and a uh, similar backpacking trip and, and just set, uh, it, it was a marker on our journey as, as uh, father and child and, and opened the door to a new level of communication, a new level of relationship. You know, as our kids get into those teen years, we're, we're on that bubble of moving from a coaching season into a counseling season mm-hmm. as, as a father. And as we establish those 
connections, those are pretty important. So over the years, I was just praying for opportunities. Uh, how how can we introduce this dimension uh, within faithful fathering? This idea of getting away and and uh, and checking into each other to a new level. And I was blessed to partner with a ministry called Voice of Wilderness uh, for two specific trips: a father daughter hiking trip, the uh, June 9th through 15th, where we uh, base out of the uh, lodge with the uh, Mountain Light Lodge with Voice of Wilderness and uh, do day hikes with daughters. You know, daughters tend to like running water at night, so uh, they uh, we, we have one overnight on the trail, but otherwise we're, we're headquartered out of the lodge. And then the uh, then June 16th to the 22nd, we come right behind that with a father-son backpacking trip. And this is where my son and I are blessed to work together. He works with the sons. I work with the dads. And we hit the trail for five days. And uh, go up over the Continental Divide, and we're, we're doing all of this in southern Colorado down around the Pagosa Spring area in uh, San Juan Mountains, and uh, it's just absolutely a beautiful trip to, to get away and, and work uh, on uh, just communication. Every night we have a session for the dads and the sons, and then they have some tent talk time. And uh, so it's really uh, two fabulous weeks. And then there's a third trip uh, early in August, August 3rd through 9th, is a very unique trip. This trip started with a dear friend, uh, Guy Cagle, and uh, some other men in his circles, uh, Buddy Garner and others that have uh, established what called a, a high country adventure. And this is a, this is a week uh, checked in. Uh, we, we spent it at uh, Camp Como Campgrounds up in central, high in central Colorado. And we just, uh, it's for men and young men, for fathers and sons, for men without, you know, young men without fathers, and for spiritual fathers, you know, old guys like us, Bruce, that, that want to commit a week uh, to invest in the next generation. So we uh, we do some, it's rural camping on the uh, Camp Como campgrounds, and uh uh, but we do day hikes out of there. Uh, one of the trips was called the uh, Decalibron. We do a, it's about a nine-mile loop where you hit four 14,000-foot peaks in one day. And uh, really, uh, it, that's, these are things you can participate in. It isn't mandatory. But, uh, but we do encourage you know, the day hikes like that are things that we do have going on. We'll also do a, a raft trip down the Arkansas. Uh, we'll do uh, uh, day trips into the area, whether it be Breckenridge or Fair Play or you know that that type of area, and just some beautiful day hikes. But uh, so we eat some good food. We have a kitchen set up on the grounds there. We'll uh, have, uh, like I said, day hikes and day trips, and then we'll also have Bible study each morning and a small group discussion each evening. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a time where, again, you check out no phones, no internet, no worldly noise. You're just checking into his creation. Yeah, I think it's Romans 1.20 says that uh, for since the creation of the world, uh, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, his divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made <laughs> so that men are without excuse. So the, we're going to enjoy his creation to the full. And uh, you know, you'll wake up and see elk in the pasture and uh, you know, that type of thing, just uh, really a gorgeous setting and uh, an opportunity. So August 3rd through 9th is the high country adventure. And uh, we'll have a, a van or two leaving Houston on a Thursday or Friday and uh, come back the following Saturday, a week up in the in the wilderness. Okay, but if I'm not at Houston, can I still join? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We, 
the the nice thing there is uh, either you can uh, you know get to Houston and and, and uh, convoy with us. You can drive right. there on your own, or you can fly into Denver and, and uh, get some transportation over. Uh, it's it's kind of between Denver. If you drew drew a triangle from Denver to Breckenridge to uh, Colorado Springs, it's kind of in that triangle. Okay. That, uh, so it's accessible. Father daughter hiking trip that'll be June the ninth through the fifteenth. It's a week long, and then uh, the following week you don't get any rest. Uh, you go with a father son backpacking trip. That's June sixteenth through the twenty second. It's a new kind of rest. That's right. <laughs> and then the high country adventure trip uh, in August. That's the third through the ninth. All these details are available on faithfulfathering.org. That's the website that uh, is based for Rick's ministry, Faithful Fathering.org. Uh, you can sign up. You can get details. You can call, and there's a phone number there, and you can get uh, some more information. Uh, again, faithfulfathering.org. First two weeks of June are actually June 9th and the 16th, and then uh, in August. So why do you think it's so important for dads to, to, to pause and connect with um, their son or their daughter? What, what have you seen, not just your own experience, but you know, what have you seen through offering this over the years? This is not a new offering. Yeah, it's it's just seen as, as a busyness, uh, I think. You know, busy stands for being under Satan's yoke. And uh, I think, you know, today uh, kids' schedules are just as hectic as uh, moms and dads. So mm. to, to be intentional to uh, schedule something uh, down the road helps us reflect back and, and try to be more intentional in the following year. You know, when you have time like this together, you realize how valuable this time is. So you start to say, okay, I do need to get back to dating my daughter at least once a month. I need to get back to, uh, you know, making sure I have time with my son in, in, in this environment and, and to just have that one-on-one time as parents. And and sometimes, you you know, things sneak up on you. Last year we had a uh, an uncle bring a nephew on a trip. And his dad had been uh, tragically killed, and so he hadn't had a dad in his life from a, a young age to about 14 or 15 on this trip. And... Uh, Come to find out, they uh, here we were. We had just come off the trail. We were in the hot springs of uh, Pagosa Springs. Uh, there, after you know, when you're recovering from a week on the trail, you, you we we do stop in the hot springs to uh, uh, rejuvenate a little bit. And uh, one of the fun things we do is we jump from the hot springs into the San Juan River, which is about 40 degrees from 110 degrees. <laughs> so uh, that's always a challenge. But uh, we were we were sitting there in the river, and uh, we were just talking around and and. Uh, uh, I, I was you know, just playing around like we do. I said, uh, you know, hey, uh, how about I just throw you in the water and we'll call it a baptism? And uh, and he, he kind of looked at me and I said, well, uh, do you know Christ? And he says, uh, yes, sir. He said, I said, well, have you been baptized? No, sir. Mm. <laughs> so I called his uncle down and uh, I said, you know, we need to uh, talk to this young man and let's uh, – Let's have a baptism right here. And uh, my gosh, what a beautiful, uh, uh, touching experience that was to see a young man really just come to grips, make a man's decision in his relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm. And uh, what he didn't, what the uncle didn't realize is that 47 years earlier, my uncle had introduced me (laughs) to backpacking. So it was a special relationship to me to see those two work together across the week. So that's what a spiritual father can do is to 
introduce and and like I said, sometimes Jesus sneaks in on you <laughs> and just does some things that you had no right. idea were going to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah, and the the idea of a baptism showing forth that you are following Christ. It's not based on your salvation. That's one uh, step, but then the next step is to to be obedient to to show and to declare to others. Uh, so those are the things that could take place, and uh, I'm just uh, encouraged that uh, you offer these things. And I think all of us have great ideas, but having somebody else to go with sometimes gives you that extra push. Indeed. To be able to – so how do you organize these things? Well, it, it really uh, – we, we work with – obviously, you know, our, the main thrust of the ministry is to work with churches and come alongside churches to raise the bar for fathering. And so through that network, we typically get a little bit of momentum going and uh, and through other ministries as well. Uh, there, you know, it it gets tougher and tougher because, uh, you know, folks are less and less inclined to want to get out and, and be in the wilderness. They're a little bit fearful of it, just no exposure to it, not realizing. But, but uh, indeed, when everything can be halfway, we orchestrate virtually everything. Uh, so, so it you really takes a lot of you have people that are right. walking alongside you and stuff. Okay. Right, and uh, and I'm a certified guide and first aid and all that stuff as well as 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 are my son and daughter when they. Uh, that's why that's the blessing for me, Bruce, is that I get to for the last eight nine years I've been blessed to uh, work with my son and with my daughter on these respective trips, and then of course the August trip I just have a whole bunch of brothers in there that are just uh, God guys that mm. uh, we really enjoy the time out there. Okay, and it's certainly a benefit. To whether it's your spiritual father or a dad or a grandfather, take your grandson and experience that. Some of us might wonder, boy, I don't know if I can handle the rigors. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. I mean, we we don't. Uh, part of the trip is always to push you a little bit. You know, we want to push you physically. We want to push you emotionally. We want to push you spiritually because that's how we grow. But uh, we're not going to push you beyond. Uh, you, know, you know, even God says He's not going to give us more than we can handle. Hmm. Sometimes we wish He wouldn't trust us so much, as Mother Teresa says. <laughs> but but uh, but uh, we do always. It's up to you how far you want to go, what okay. you want to do. And we do have. Uh, you know, the first day, uh, like when we go to Central College. Colorado for the high country adventure. There's a first day acclimation hike. That's a, just a gentle uh, four or five mile hike, and uh, you know we're already camping at ten thousand feet. So you're you're already starting to get acclimated just in the. I was trip gonna say up you're already experiencing <laughs> oxygen deprivation. So uh, okay, well, that's <laughs> the neat thing. You know, some of these young men we take on, they haven't seen anything higher than the Ship Channel Bridge. <laughs> so <laughs> well, for those who are not sure, uh, city of Houston is right at sea level. I think we're fifty. Feet above it, so uh, on a hill. Yeah, right. That's if you're uh, yeah, on a tall building or tall bridge. All right, Rick Wirtz, our guest today at KHCB, faithfulfathering.org, and some of the summer activities that he has uh, set up as the Lord has allowed. And if you'd like to sign up and be a part of these, uh, go to his website, get more details. Faithful Fathering, all one word, faithfulfathering.org, and you can call 281 491 DADS. It's 281-491-DADS. No matter where you are, Oklahoma, Arkansas, uh, Texas, uh, and Louisiana, or even Florida, uh, you can participate in these. And uh, if you want, he'll even guide you if your church wants to try to put together a summer adventure 
Uh, they would be happy to walk alongside you. In fact, that is kind of your whole focus is that you're not trying to develop a ministry apart from the church. You like to work with many churches, and, and you have. Absolutely. We really uh, work with the church to give them a platform to allow them to focus on the fathering issues. Uh, it's a strategy we introduced called Pass the Baton, where where P is for purpose-filled fathering. These are guys that are uh, committed to growing in their walk and, and to uh, make the right priorities. They're the, these are the guys that uh, understand it's all about their relationship with Christ, living that relationship in marriage, and, and reflecting that relationship in family. So these purpose-filled fathers not only want to uh, grow as fathers themselves, they realize they're a catalyst or uh, they want to be contagious in their church. So they raise the bar uh, for fathering in the church. And then the A for pass is activities, fun activities that dads and kids can engage in. This uh, gives an opportunity for guys that may only come to church periodically or maybe not at all, but we provide a, a good on-site activity that uh, engages dads, and, and we sneak some scripture in on them, a devotion time, and and uh, remind them of, of how important they are in the role of their in their growth of their their kids and in the lives of the, in the leadership in the family. Now, I know you say sneak, but that is your intention is to bring people to God's word. Absolutely, <clears throat> uh, we uh, that I would say sneak because uh, if you if you throw out that it's a Bible study, a lot of times you'll scare some guys off. So when you okay. introduce it as a fun <clears throat> activity. Guys are welcomed, and they're welcomed with uh, no conditions. All right, so P uh, is? Uh, the, the P is purpose-filled purpose. fathering. Okay. A is for activities for dads and kids. The S, the first S is studies for dads because, you know, most of us either father as we were fathered or we are going the opposite direction, you know, just trying to figure this out. And mm. neither of which may be healthy unless we have the opportunity to calibrate all of this to the Word of God. You know, we all have the good, the bad, and the ugly that we grew up in. And our challenge is to recognize what's good and grounded in Scripture, uh, rebuke what's bad, and absolutely purge what's ugly, you know, the addictions, the things that need to be cycles that need to be broken, divorce. Uh, These are the things that we'd like to rebuke. So studies for dads help ground dads in the Word of God through some very uh, practical and simple studies that are available on our website as well. Actually, you can go to uh, faithfulfathering.org slash educate page, the educate, and uh, you can download PDF, uh, watch a video of my mug, uh, you know, teaching the the study, and, and it's just very easy to plug into. Uh, I just actually conducted the Dad's Armor study that's available on the site uh, at Open Door Mission uh, just last Saturday at a, a full afternoon of working with these men. That you know, some had great dads, some had uh, dads weren't engaged at all. But it's an opportunity to work through some of the fathering issues. And uh, but again, the the for the strategy in the church is purpose-filled fathering activities for dads, AA studies for dads, and then the last S is staying connected. And that's where your retreats and these summer trips, uh, you know, have. Uh, I'll work with churches like Sagemont Church, um, May 3rd through 5th, is having a father-son uh, retreat. And uh, that's open, by the way. If you want to go to sagemontchurch.org, uh, uh, you can register. Uh, they've got some spots available. But we will have a, May, a Friday evening through a Sunday noontime of time frame. We'll just be working with dads and sons. And uh, we'll have a special breakout for dads with high school age boys where we'll be really investing in them and uh, for the age uh, age appropriate discussions with those young men. And um, but over the weekend, we'll just have a lot of fun, but we'll have specific sessions that enable a new level of relationship between fathers and sons as well. 
All right, Rick Wirt, our guest today on KHCB. Maybe you have a question about um, connecting with your child or your grandchildren or maybe a Sunday school child, neighbor's child. Certainly give uh, Rick a call this morning. He's here to answer questions that you might have or to guide you or direct you. 713-520-5200, 713-520-5200-888-777-KHCB is a toll-free number, K- uh, 888-777-5200. 2-2 or KHCB. I think many of us uh, think we, we all have great ideas. Uh, the implementation of those are probably the, the, the missing connection. It's, it seems like, yeah, I should do that. I should get my son and I should go out and go, go take in a ball game together or, or, or whatever we want to do, whatever that activity. Maybe it's just go to a park. But some reason for some unknown uh, aspect, we just don't. Um, how do we get off the, the so-called dime? How do you get well, that, I think that's uh, one of the things spiritual fathers can do in the church. You know, that's one thing we really are trying to stir up within the body of Christ is to get the spiritual fathers to encourage these younger men to to engage. Uh, you know, I, I, we're developing a new study, Bruce, called Seasons of Fathering, where we work through the the, what I call the three key seasons that were obviously there's a lot of subsets, but uh, the primary season is uh, for ages of one through ten, where we're the teacher, we're the primary influence in our child's life, and then uh, ten through twenty, uh, approximately, we become the coach, which means that our kids are. Uh, it doesn't mean we quit teaching. It's just that we're understanding that now we aren't accepted as an absolute necessarily. They're being influenced by teachers, movies, friends, friends, families, and all this other stuff starts to come in there. So we, we kind of move in as a coach to help them navigate through why we taught them the way we taught them. And that, uh, yes, they now it's their choice what to, which direction they go. But our prayer and, and our direction is to uh, reaffirm the uh, values and the faith that we instilled early on. And then, of course, the from 20 on, we kind of become the counselor, which means that the phone has to ring. We don't get to offer our advice. If we try to coach too much during the counselor season, we'll either have children overly dependent on us or they'll push away and, and uh, break the relationship. So uh, all the counselors I know that are in the stage you and I are in are telling these young guys, slow down and enjoy <laughs> where your kids are. Mm. And uh, But we get caught up in early in our careers and what have you. We just stay focused. The, we get, get focused on this providing and what I call provide and survive mentality that we're providing for our family. We think the pressure is on to provide financially. But that word is really provision, meaning that we're to be visionaries for our family, both faith spiritually, emotionally, physically, you know, all the things that we're trying to bring our kids up in is to help them understand their unique giftedness, not only physically, but but also spiritually. You know, how what is their bent? How is the Lord going to be glorified through the uniqueness that they've brought, that he's given them? Uh, so to do that, dads have to be engaged, which means that we need to, you know, say time out. You know, I, I just uh, wrote a blog out this morning talking about distractions, you know, that uh, keep dads busy. Uh, there, a, a friend shared with me that uh, he was at dinner with his with his family, and his phone rang. So he got up and answered his phone, and and then uh, came back and sat down at the table. And his daughter said, "Dad, what what was so important that uh, it interrupted our family dinner time?" <laughs> and he was busted. He said, uh, "You know, that's a good question." So afterwards, uh, they had a discussion, and they established a new family policy that there would be no phones around the dinner table, no electronic devices. And, in fact, they they also uh, put them in a central docking station after 7 o'clock in the evening uh, because they were distracted. 
And uh, so they then also implemented that during this time, the three times a week, they were going to have some family discussion time where it'd be an open question format. The kids could ask any question they wanted. The parents could ask any question they wanted. Uh, so things started to come to light, the, you know, what the kids' issues were, what the parents' issues were, what the kids' perspective of the parents' issues were. You know, so it's uh, it's that old deal that sometimes we think we can handle stress or, uh, you know, process things on our own. The kids see this stuff, and they have questions about it. So uh, what he's found over the years is that uh, uh, through those discussions, they were able to keep minor issues minor. Mm-hmm. And the major issues, they were able to process in a healthy way. And uh, so that dialogue was really blessed. But, you know, cell phone, I, I use uh, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. You know, so therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. You know, and little did we know we were going to develop and invent a device that effectively hinders everything, mm-hmm. you know, called cell phone. There are studies out there that show that just the presence of the cell phone distracts you cognitively. And there's only so much space we have to engage cognitively in our attention, uh, uh, attentional order, attentional uh, uh, ability to pay attention to our kids, or ability to pay attention in a conversation. And it's inhibited by the presence of a daggum cell phone. Now you get that cell phone to vibrate or buzz or ring, and it's a whole nother level of distraction. So what we find is we don't see our relationships. They're all staying even more surface than normal because we're already distracted uh, at the base level. So it just really is interesting how uh, we've allowed so many things to take priority over our time instead Mm -hmm. of the relationships that we need to focus on. Okay, some focus for you and me as far as our children are concerned or our grandchildren or I love what the Apostle Paul said to Timothy, my son in the faith. So it doesn't have to be a biological connection. It can be a spiritual one. And uh, they are, many of us have had uh, wonderful spiritual fathers in our lives that have encouraged us, walked with us, uh, guided us, uh, hopefully directed us uh, in the ways of the Lord. Rick Wirtz, uh, available today if you'd like to give him a call on Vital Issues in the Christian Home, 713 713- 520-5200, 888-777-KHCB. It's toll-free, 888-777-KHCB. Dan, let's go to you for a question. We have an avid outdoorsman who called. He's about 60 years old. His children are all adults. And he says, uh, do you have a program for men, just for men per se, who because he was listening to the descriptions of some of these hikes and outdoor activities and thinking that he would very much be interested in this sort of thing. Uh, or do you have a connection or a link that he might pursue regarding this? Well, I, I number one, I tip my cap to him at uh, outdoorsman. I uh, at sixty, I, I was hiking last uh, last summer, and a gentleman was coming down a mountain as I was going up, and he was obviously in his mid seventies. And uh, I just told him, I said, "Sir, I tip my cap to you that you're out here doing this." He he said that was my forty fifth fourteen thousand foot peak. And I've done most of them since I turned 65. Mm, And I said, what's the secret? He says, just got to keep moving, son. (laughs) Just got to keep moving. I I thought, number one, it was nice of him to call me son. But uh, (laughs) so uh, but I I would highly encourage uh, the out uh, the high country adventure is right up your alley. uh, If it's, uh, you know, because you can make that as tough as you want to make it. Uh, But do I have to bring a son or do I have to bring someone? No, it can be because it's it's for uh, spiritual fathers that would be there. There will be a number of guys there that are uh, our age that uh, would be uh, engaged and willing 
well, you need to do is be willing to participate in the discussion. Uh, but, yeah, a, a gentleman can't so come I, by himself. Yeah. All right. So I can come by myself. I could um, – of course, I'm sure you're encouraging. Maybe you do know someone in your church or, or someone that could come with you. But that, that is an opportunity. Faithfulfathering.org, faithfulfathering.org. You know, a lot of us have skills that we could offer as help, um, but I'm not always sure how to offer them. Right, right. Well, there's there's always something to do around camp. We have a couple guys that run the kitchen, a couple guys that uh, you know teach about kids how to tie knots. Or not kid, they're not young kids. We our age here is typically fourteen plus, uh, but uh, but we do a lot it's of different still a things skill around that's the campsite. Not often learned anymore. Right, exactly. And uh, so there's there's things that will go on there, but there will also be a chance to drop a line in the water, do some fishing. And uh, if there's a young man there without a dad, there's nothing better than to uh, sit beside the bank with, uh, you know, on the bank with another, with a spiritual father just to talk about the, the day. And uh, so dropping a line in the water, going on a raft trip, going on a hike or two, uh, that's, that's really what that's all about. So I'd encourage this gentleman to drop me an email or give me a call uh, uh, as the week goes on, and uh, we can certainly connect him there. All right. Then you can contact him uh, again through his website, Faithful Fathering, uh, Faithful Father. I-N-G, faithfulfathering.org, and uh, there's a contact button. Click that and send them an email. I only have 30 seconds, so it's unfair to ask you this question, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, how do you get your church involved in some sort of ministry like this? What do you recommend? I just uh, give us a ring. Uh, it's uh, the the uh, I'll meet with any dads any time. I'm good for breakfast or coffee, and uh, we we are developing a network. So to, meet with you first, and then talk to their pastor, or talk to their pastor. That'd be the way to go. In fact, it's all lay led. So it's uh, that's the idea. So is the to pastor's meet. not taking on another responsibility. It's a one-page strategy that does not require any staff time whatsoever. So okay. it's just a matter of working with the lay leaders to uh, to engage them and equip them because that's what we're here for. Vital issues in the Christian home. We need to pause for the station identification across the network. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with 60 seconds. This is Christian Radio. Vital issues in the Christian home on the air with a very special guest, Rick Wirtz. Rick is uh, dealing with the issue of fathering and has been doing so for... How many years now? 20 plus now. 20? Oh, the wow. ministry is, will have its 20th anniversary in May of next year, but uh, I was involved with the uh, National Center for Fathering several years before we founded Faithful Fathering. So it's uh, been a long time. So I've been a, you know, I'm in the slow class. You know, the Lord's been working <laughs> on me for a while. Well, he likes to encourage people to pass the baton that there is such a thing as purposeful fathering. Uh, there are wonderful activities that uh, you and your child can do. And, and again, we use child uh, in quotes because it's not always about a biological child, even though that's the importance and the priority that God grants to those who have been given children. But the activities can be with what we call a spiritual child. Is there somebody in your church that uh, could use some help because their dad's not around or maybe their dad needs you to walk alongside them to know how to help? Uh, also, uh, there are studies for dads. Uh, that's available through his website, through Rick Wirtz's website, faithfulfathering.org. Not always easy to create. In fact, it's a lot easier to use what's already been created. You've been doing this for 20 years. The Lord has given you insights, some experiences. Uh, you've tried to use all that. To School get, of hard knocks. Right, yeah. And then most of all, you're 20 years of studying God's Word and to apply it to uh, these um, uh, issues. And then the final one is stay connected uh, with your child or with your spiritual child. Uh, this uh, previous caller said that his children are grown. Well, that doesn't mean you 
you don't stay connected. And then if they have children, then you stay connected to your grandchildren. Yeah, you say God never said he was just the father of Abraham. You know, he's the father of Abraham, Isaac, Isaac and, and Jacob. Jacob. So right. it's a generational connection, a generational responsibility. Uh, so those of us who think we're sitting on the bench because our kids are grown, that's not a good place to be. He mm-hmm. doesn't want us on the bench. He now, wants but there is out. a different role for us. There's absolutely a different role, but uh, but there is uh, some tremendous. You know, you I talk to millennials all the time, and you know they're they're hungry for some wisdom. And uh, I think a lot of times we just need to reach out. You know, mm. uh, a dear friend uh, just encouraged me a while back and said, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you see these young kids with tattoos and it's just a turnoff. You wonder what the, what's it all about. And, and he challenged me to ask some of these young people, you know, what does that tattoo say? What's it about? And, and Bruce, you'd be amazed at the heart and the emotions that are tied up and, you know, that, that this, uh, these are ways of expressing uh, some things that they haven't been able to talk to people about, you know. And, and so, so to have a, a spiritual father reach out and, and discuss and offer uh, sincere time and and listen well to what's being said and and just be a sounding board for them it's really highly valued and then uh, before you know it you might develop a relationship that is really uh, uh, very impactful uh, mm. for both ways you know uh, one is to to uh, convict me of some judgmental nature <laughs> and another is to uh, open up uh, the love of Christ uh, in in all kinds of uh, facets there so that's very important so that's all been right. a blessing um, okay. so another admonition from Rick Words today of Faithful Fathering Ministries, faithfulfathering.org. 713-520-5200, Put you in touch with our producer, Dan Wales. He'll be happy to write your question down if you have one for Rick this morning. 888-777-5422, 888-777-KHCB. And Dan, let's go back to you for another question. Yes, the next question, which I've written down, is about a church that has a Sunday school class for 13 to 18-year-old boys and young men. And this Sunday school class uh, usually always devolves into a rap session rather than an outright Bible study. And the caller is asking, is there curriculum that is specifically addressed to boys and young men of this age category that uh, you could suggest or recommend? Is there material for them to use that will engage them directly with the Bible rather than just having a talk? That's a that's a great question. I you know we work I work primarily with dads. So I don't when I work with uh, this material, I'm usually working with uh, you know like Robert Lewis's Raising a Modern Day Knight. It is a fabulous resource to to use to connect uh, dads or spiritual fathers with the young men in this age range to help him begin to understand. Uh, the, the biblical definition of manhood. So absolutely, there are programs out there. One is, uh, uh, you know, there, there's a uh, uh, quest for authentic manhood is really for older guys. There is a, uh, there's an application for that. I mean, there's pieces of that you could pull out to, uh, to address this particular thing, this particular age group in a Sunday school uh, format. I, I would encourage some transition here. I mean, if it turns into rap, just make sure it's a Christian. There's some tremendous Christian rap artists out there. Well, yeah, I don't think uh, it was uh, necessarily about music, was it, Dan? I think it was more about that. It just uh, it kind of goes all over the spectrum as far as the discussions and talk about uh, everyday life, or maybe you know. Well, I just knew I knew that uh, Dan loves rap music, right. so I I just wanted to. <laughs> so, I, I so that's why he picked up <laughs> yeah, on it. Now uh, wait, I've got to get a few. <laughs> 
two cents worth in here. No, no, that's that's not quite my heart drive. Uh, well, well regardless, uh, there, you, know, you don't know what it takes to connect. The, the important thing at this age is to meet the young men where they are. All right, and that's my question is how do I, uh, for example, it, it almost sounds like they're not, they're looking for a curriculum. Do you need a specific curriculum, or can you do? Let's, we're going to do a study on Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. How do I relate it so that I can reach thirteen to eighteen-year-old young men? Absolutely, I think both Titus and Timothy are, are tremendous books, uh, letters to to build on. Uh, so, absolutely, you could stay in the Word of God and just apply it from there. Uh, you know, there are uh, curriculums that can help guide you in that as well. I mean, like Robert Lewis always, uh, when he talks about his definition of manhood, uh, his definition of manhood is to uh, uh, you know, reject passivity, accept responsibility, lead courageously, and invest eternally. And that's strictly from yes. uh, correlating the first Adam to the second Adam. Right. You know, how Adam, the first Adam rejected, uh, you know, uh, he, he was passive in, in standing beside Eve as she was tempted by the serpent. Uh, Jesus the Christ was not passive. He rejected passivity and, and obeyed his father all the way to, to death, even point, the point of death on the cross. Uh, you know, he gave Adam a woman to love, a work to do, and, and, a, and a, a will to obey. The first Adam failed, and the second Adam absolutely nailed it. And uh, that's why we have the salvation and the relationship with Jesus Christ that we have. So there are pieces of different uh, studies out there, but I would encourage, uh, uh, there's actually a, uh, uh, Robert has just developed a new curriculum called Man to Man. It's, uh, and, and so I would, I would uh, encourage uh, checking out uh, Robert Lewis's website and uh, just L O U I S, like St. Louis? L E W I S, Robert L E W I S. He's out of uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. And he's he's a founder of Men's Fraternity and uh, has done some tremendous men's ministry initiatives over the years. But man to man would be a particularly applicable uh, study for younger men as well. But mm-hmm. it's it's all absolutely scripture based. Okay. And uh, but I, I agree with you. I I prefer staying in the Word of God and and, and just helping the men know that uh, this is the book we refer to. You know I I love you. Know, you. You uh, you play Alistair Begg every uh, at eleven thirty and then again on Sundays. I love his preaching, but I remember one word he always said. He says the trouble with American Christians is uh, you read a lot of stuff and a wee bit of scripture. <laughs> and he, he said we need to be reading a lot of scripture and a wee bit of all this other oh, stuff. stuff. <laughs> wow. Okay. So. And I so I agree with you that, that there's uh, just didn't take a whole lot. I would hope that this Sunday school class has men teaching it. That's the that's the key. Uh, and I would uh, welcome any opportunity that uh, uh, if, if they're in the area or whatever to uh, to come alongside or discuss with the, with this uh, this person what the options are there. Okay. And as far as uh, learning and, and most 13 to 18 year olds, they kind of turn up their eyes or nose even and say, you know, well, we're studying the Bible. I mean, how do you make it relate? Uh, you know, there seems to be in today's society. Uh, uh, disconnect that God's word actually can relate to us uh, every day. Well, I think Proverbs is a great start. You know, you can uh, look through the the book of Proverbs and read that, and the, a young man can't read the book of Proverbs and think that it's not relatable to life. Uh, so, I think that's very relevant. The timelessness of God's word is is. Uh, 
very evident. Uh, the other thing I would ask this church to pray about is if there's a, a, a handful of those young men that would uh, be candidates for uh, the high country adventure, uh, particularly if they don't have uh, biological dads in their lives, or even if they do get the fathers and sons out there, uh, it would be a great opportunity to begin to uh, see the word come alive in the wilderness as well as uh, intentional study during the time that we're out there. Okay. All right. Vital Issues in the Christian Home on the Air on KHCB. Thank you so much for that call. If you have a question you'd like to ask of Rick, please uh, give him a call. And he mentioned Robert Lewis. The, the uh, book is called Man to Man. Also, he has his own website, mensfraternity.com. And they do have some curriculum there. You might want to look at it. Uh, it's Bible-based and it might be something that uh, your uh, leadership would be willing to, to use. Uh, of course, uh, Rick has done a number of studies and in your mind, uh, everything, uh, every scripture, uh, Genesis to Revelation, can be applied to our lives, whether you're 13 years old or 33 or 63. Better yet, or it has everything to do with our relationship with Christ. You know, as uh, 25 years ago, I was, I was uh, asked by the pastor, do you know Christ? And I said, well, yeah, I've been baptized and done all this. No, have you read his book? <laughs> And uh, so that started me on the journey. And uh, and since I've, I've heard several pastors say, you don't know Christ unless you've read his book and 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 uh, brought some of those, in, you know, internalized a lot of those words, memorized, uh, mm. meditated on it, and journaled through it, uh, what have you. And first time through scripture took me about a year and a half. I just read a little bit, got up a little bit earlier and read through it and, and studied it. So absolutely, Bruce, I mean, it, it, every verse applies to us today, mm. just like we talked about Hebrews too. You know, it says, uh, throw off everything that hinders, and now we have something that hinders everything, uh, the cell phone. Well, the so cell we have phone, to be whatever. very cognizant of what's distracting, because we know, you know, everything in Scripture is about healthy relationships. You know, everything is tied to our relationship with Jesus Christ, how we're living that relationship, primarily in marriage, and then reflecting it in family and our other relationships. So uh, that everything else in the world is about distracting from those relationships, whether it be a cell phone, whether it be the pop-ups on the computer, uh, pornography, the busyness at work, uh, all the things that are about uh, getting you out of the, you know, distracting you from these relationships. And you turn around, your child's... Uh, 18, 19 years old and say, well, we better hurry and make some college trips, <laughs> you know, and you turn around and the years are gone. Now, right. uh, you've heard me say before, I liked, I would like to get to the point in ministry where we could buy every dad that leaves the hospital with the firstborn a jar of, of, uh, of uh, the 936 marbles because you have 936 weeks before that child turns 18. If you take a marble out every week, it's a very visible reminder of how quick this time goes by. And as you know, I was busy uh, through my daughter's uh, third into her fourth grade year. Hadn't made a school event, hadn't made an activity, hadn't met any of her teachers, hadn't made a parent-teacher conference. So I was 400 marbles in the hole before I even woke up. And, uh, of course, I invested well the last uh, 500 marbles, and uh, we have a fabulous relationship today. But I, I look back and see how much time got away. Mm. It just gets away very quickly. And what was the catalyst for the change? I was, uh, I was came back from an extended trip. Uh, uh, what were you doing? I was, I was in the oil field uh, with a service company and uh, covering most of the continental and eastern Europe out of London and uh, traveling 75% plus of the time. And... Uh, uh, came back from a trip, uh, gone about two weeks uh, on a mid-morning, on a Saturday morning, and 
walking through the house. I just said, uh, uh, I, I gave my bride a peck on the cheek. I was heading back to the office to wrap up paperwork from the trip, getting ready for meetings Monday morning, battle Monday morning, providing. And uh, I looked out in the window at the backyard and said, who's that out there playing with Amanda? And she said, that's your son. You're traveling too much. You know? wow. And I always say that uh, as a Catholic kid, I knew who God the Father was. I knew who Jesus was. He was up on the cross. But that morning, the Holy Spirit said, son, I've answered your prayers and you're taking these blessings for granted. And uh, furthermore, I'm losing a generation because of dads like you. So that's the busyness I'm trying to encourage men, you know, not to feel guilty about working, but, you know, when, when you get to my point where I was uh, really defined by who I was, what I was doing, what I was making, the status in the company, all that stuff, uh, that's a distraction. And uh, that's, that's what the devil does is pulls me, pulled, tried to pull me out of not only my relationship in marriage, but my relationship in, with my kids. And, uh, of course, now, uh, you know, 25 years later, the kids know me and they know the Lord. And uh, my bride and I have enjoyed uh, coming up on 39 years and uh, just says a lot more about her resiliency than my husbandry. <laughs> but uh, it's just a blessing to see how the Lord can, uh, can use that and, and, uh, and, and get us focused on what healthy relationship looks like. Yeah, and I chuckle because I I empathize with you. I understand. My wife has put up with a lot, much more than I have uh, with her. So, blessings to uh, your wife and mine. Uh, for more information about uh, the Faithful Fathering Ministry, and it's faithfulfathering dot o r g, faithfulfathering dot o r g. Go to their website, find out some details, as uh, the Lord gives you direction and some information. And again, if it's not for you, maybe someone else uh, can benefit from a little encouragement about what uh, is going on in, in your life. You know, I asked the question before, maybe we could amplify it since you only had 30 seconds before, but how do I get my church or my Sunday school um, superintendent or someone else, maybe even my youth leader, involved with thinking about how we are fathering our children? Are we being faithful? And you know, it doesn't take much to, to stand on the sideline, look at, see who's composing the class, and then find out a little bit about the family and realize, wow, a lot of these people are in less than ideal situations. Well, and that's that's uh, the key. Uh, and it isn't that everybody, you know, this is one of the challenges we face with our marketing. You know, I'm, I've, I'm marketing selfless improvement. That means that uh, we're, we're learning to be more selfless, sacrificial in the way we live as men, as husbands, as fathers. And uh, so, but my encouragement, I'd, I'm always, uh, I love speaking at men's breakfasts, uh, you know, any kind of opportunity to come in and speak to parents. You know, those type of things are, are ways you can open the door to your church and see if this is a, an initiative that you would like to embrace. Uh, we do not charge for anything. We simply just uh, allow you to have this strategy and, and uh, work with you to implement what you can. And uh, so we try to keep it as painless as possible. You make it yours. Uh, we're as involved as you want us to be as a faithful fathering. And uh, But there are churches out there that uh, uh, don't want us involved as outside, but they'll take the strategy and implement what they can, you know, what they'd like to do to complement what's going on in the church. I mean, it's absolutely a complementary strategy. I mean, there are— so not accepting necessarily you. You're trying to give them what God's Word has taught you so that you can teach others. And That's exactly right. It's not—I'm not—, 
I'm not here to give anybody Wurtz's opinion on fathering. It's uh, all about what the Lord has spoken to me and, and, and put on my heart to pass on. And that's why we call it pass the baton. You know, the, the, by the way, the baton metric also, I'm, I am a recovering engineer, uh, Bruce. So <laughs> I talk in acronyms. So pass is purpose-filled fathering activities for dads, uh, studies for dads, and staying connected. Well, the baton is that the church begins to see the need that there is a, a gap here. And it isn't that there's any bad dads in the group. We're all doing what we can with the cards we're dealt. We're just trying to give them a new book to reference in a new way. <laughs> and that would be scripture. So begin to see the need. The A is the assimilating of like minds. That's a group of eight to 10 like-minded dads that that see the opportunity to raise the bar for fathering in the church. And in fact, in what I call upstream ministry, uh, you know, you invest upstream in a family, you save thousands of dollars, you know, uh, or, or thousands of heartaches uh, downstream as a function of uh, of what's going on. Uh, you know, I think about the, uh, but anyway, that's so the A is assimilating like minds. The T is transitioning into the strategy, meaning that there's a piece, a speaking engagement, something to, to kick the strategy off. The O is ongoing management of the strategy, the, the purpose-filled fathering, activities for dads, studies for dads, staying connected, that there's an ongoing strategy to hit each piece of that. And then the N is the next step. What's going on uh, either further in the denomination, as a denominational church, or in the community, in the steeple? How are we reaching the, those uh, in our, in our uh, reach, in our circles of influence? So the whole idea, what I was convicted of in 96, uh, Bruce, was that the light in the church is not as bright as it needs to be. In mm. fact, the numbers in the church when it comes to divorce, high school dropout, drugs, alcohol, are very similar to society. There's exceptions in, in, in particular areas, but in general, the church is it's like Israel when the wall was down, <laughs> you know, the, Jerusalem when the, when the wall was down. That uh, Nehemiah went in and said, hey, there's no difference between what's going on in the city and what's going on outside the city. And so let's build the wall to delineate the city, and then we'll re-educate and get the people, God's people in line and different from those in the surrounding area. All right, pass the baton. That's uh, the acronym for baton. Begins to see the need, simulating like-mindedness, transitioning into the strategy, ongoing uh, management of the strategy, and then what is the next step? All right, Dan, let's go back to you for another question. Well, every parent and certainly every father who looks uh, sees uh, shortcomings, deficits, flaws, sins, weakness, immaturity in the children at various points. What can a parent do to address the, uh, some of these uh, shortcomings in the child? In this pr- specific case, a son who's almost a teenager uh, it seems to be lazy, doing a poor job with chores, schoolwork. How do you structure things to build diligence, and how do you interact with a child to uh, address specific needs? In this case, uh, diligence versus laziness. Well, that's a great question, and uh, that's what we'd all like to pass on, isn't it? Uh, I I always told my kids they need to just catch my good qualities, not my bad ones. And uh, so uh, they remind me that, uh, well, maybe I won't go there. That uh, they could tell you a whole lot of stories, but uh, I think uh, the challenge, you know, you're at that that stage where you're moving from. 
uh, you know, from the teacher season into the coaching season. All right. So, so uh, the, no longer the primary influence. <clears throat> no longer right. the primary influence. There's a lot of other things distracting. It might be uh, the internet, it might be computer time, it might be video games, and what have you. And I think the the challenge is to uh, review what has been uh, the primary impact. Have there been responsibilities in the earlier years that they've came up short on? And uh, uh, and at the end of the day, there's still leverage early in those teen years. You know, I always say, you know, you know the gentlemen say, well, my son, yeah, he'll do the yard, but he doesn't do the other weed eat and what have you. I said, well, well, at dinner time, just give him a, a half a potato and maybe a few bites of meat, you know, because you're not, you know, that that's consistent with what the issue, what the put out, what the output was from him, you know. So there are things we can do as parents to have consequences associated with uh, lack of diligence. Or but lack. how do you come up with these creative ideas like a half a potato or <laughs> two French fries instead of all the French fries? Well, we, we have to get uh, – sometimes we just tune in and realize that there are opportunities. There are things we can do. Uh, we, and now you're we, not trying to be mean, right? No, you're not trying. You're just making a point. And, and these are not – these kids are sharp. I mean they're, they're, they're going to catch on to this. Uh, but I think, you know, we, we tend to think, well, I can't take away a cell phone or I can't do that. You know, there's, there's, there are no can'ts. I mean, we, we can do a lot of things to influence and, and instill some high values. I, I would say a, a chore list would be a good start, uh, expectations, and, and then uh, decide as parents and with the kids, you know, what are going to be the rules of the home, what, what is expected, and what happens when that is not delivered. So I think the, the, the challenge in all these situations is when you, when you set rules or you set expectations uh, of a child, be sure to lay out what the consequences are when those expectations are not met. And who chooses those? Those are family can be a family discussion. Okay. You know, not that the kid gets to pick that. You know, it's like the you know, go get me something to beat you with, and he brings in a twig. That's you know, that that that's that. He doesn't have the final say on what the consequences are going to be. All right. So, so but, one uh, ice cream cone, I get two, or right. I get less, or whatever. Yeah. Right. And and the uh, and then the challenge, of course, is to uh, make sure that that mom and dad are on the same page. This is especially important if it's a stepdad situation. Make sure the parents are on the same page, how that discipline is going to be administered and or the consequences are going to be instilled. Uh, and then make sure that it's done in love. You know, we, we can't... Uh, we can't overreact and respond in anger when we're trying to discipline a child because then we've lost discipline ourselves. So okay. my encouragement in this particular situation is to set up specific expectations and set up consequences if those expectations aren't met. And those consequences may be a meal or two missed. It may be a you know, size down meal. It may be a phone away. It may be no video. You know, whatever. I don't know what the situation is, but whatever it is. But engaging them in part of the process allows input. It's not. I mean, because again, you're the your coach, but a coach does bench players. He does say you're going to play, you're not going to play. So you still have some. Coach can always step in and call timeout and change the play, and uh, so that's exactly but right. The, so. It's up. It's up to the player to run the play the coach calls, right? Exactly, and it's up for the the coach to make sure the player understands the play. You know, uh, that's so. So when we when we have expectations, so if he's only cutting the front yard but never does the weed eating, maybe he doesn't understand the complete. That not understand a complete task, okay. and maybe we haven't done our due diligence to uh, to train them up in the way. 
you know, that's uh, uh, the Ephesians uh, 6, 4, I think, says, you know, Do don't exasperate, exasperate your children. But the back half of that verse is the key, is to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Well, how do we do that? Well, we, we love our wives as Christ loves the church. We exemplify this, and we train them up in the things that they need to know how to do. And so if we have expectations of them, then we train them up in those expectations. And make and, sure they understand. And make sure they understand. And if they are a little bit younger, maybe you have to write it out. They have a checklist. They have something to know that they did do it or they didn't do it. That's a great point right there. I mean, something we explain at a younger age may not have been fully understood. You know, so there are, there are, it's just like, uh, you know, the pick and roll on the basketball court. You know, the first time you didn't catch it, but once you got to see it a few times, then it, you got a hold of it. It may be the forehand on the tennis court, picking the real man's game, tennis. Uh, it may, in your game, it may be the dribbling and the, and, you know, uh, you know, you can't use your hands. So I have to use my feet. I can't, you know, I have to be careful in, in how I play and, and that I execute the, the shot well. I pass cleanly, you know, those types of things. So uh, same thing in parenting is to coach them is, is a great analogy from a sports standpoint. And one thing a coach does, whether it's in management or, or in dealing with your children, is you have to understand who you're working with or who you're training. Uh, this is probably a missing ingredient because many times we just say, okay, here's the box, fit in the box, and do what you're supposed to do in that box. Anybody that has more than one kid knows that you know these kids are different, you know, and uh, so you're exactly. Anybody that has uh, more than one employee knows that they have uh, different people or different personalities, <laughs> and that's part of the good coach coaching. Knows, the good coach knows how to hit the buttons that need to be hit, and uh, and that's exactly you know, so. The great again, a great analogy, so Bruce. That's what you're using as far as an analogy here. So pray the Lord will give you wisdom. I think that's one of the aspects that Rick always mentions is that the Holy Spirit can guide, and uh, you may need to say, Lord, I don't know what to do. What should I do? Um, prayer is always. Uh, uh, I didn't mean to assume uh, right there, but prayer is is foundational in everything that we're doing with the kids. So, uh, opt, uh, you know, the the probably the biggest takeaway of any workshops and studies I've done over the years, I'll always end or, or somewhere during the workshop, I'll say, you know, be praying for your kids by name every day, hmm. you know, that the Lord's, uh, that their relationship with the Lord is where it needs to be, that they'll understand how they're to glorify the Lord through their unique giftedness, how they're to take responsibility for their relationships with him and, and with others. And, and as you pray for your child by name every day, there's a special coverage there. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm here with you. My mother prayed for me every day uh, in spite of all the valleys that she had no idea I was in at any given time, but she's praying. She was praying for me diligently. Mm. And uh, so that that is always uh, a big takeaway to, to take care of that. All right. And if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of the Lord and he will grant it. So, mm. all right, before we go, we just have a couple of minutes. You want to rehearse the uh, opportunities to be a part of a summer adventure this year? Absolutely. Well, uh, first of all, uh, we have the father-son uh, 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 Retreat at uh, Sagemont Church is going to be down at Danbury Lodge, uh, May 3rd through 5th. But then uh, we have father-daughter hiking trip and partner and the father-son backpacking trip uh, in partnership with the Voice of Wilderness. Uh, father-daughter hiking trip is June 9th through the 15th. Father-son backpacking trip is June 16th through the 22nd. And we want to include the fact that it can be a grandfather and granddaughter. It could be. 
It can be uncle. Can, it can be an uncle, nephew. It can be a, a spiritual father and a young man. So, and then the High Country Adventure is designed for men and young men. That uh, can be a spiritual father. Can be a young man without a dad in his life. Can be a father son. Can be a granddad or grandson as well. And in that case, we're not hiking. We're well. We do day hikes, but we'll be camping at uh, Camp Como campgrounds. Uh, it's uh, in high in central Colorado. The first two trips are in southern Colorado around the Pagosa Springs area in the San, lovely San Juan Mountains. And uh, the High Country Adventure is in central Colorado. And uh, that will be a, a camping trip that uh, will, again, is for men and young men that are focused on uh, on uh, growing in relationship with Christ. All right. 281-491-DADS. 281-491-3237 is the number to call for more information. You can contact Rick, leave a message, and he'll get back to you as quick as possible. Otherwise, just go to their website. They've got a very nice uh, interactive website. You can get all details. Faithful Fathering. Dot .org faithfulfathering.org I love the fact that you even have some of the devotionals there and uh, sign up you can get one I think every day or every there's week a, there's a dad talk uh, button on there that is our weekly blog and then there's uh, there's studies that are available right there on our educate page as well okay so uh, many resources to avail yourself and uh, the, the beauty is that uh, Rick is here to help you to walk with you to encourage you whether it be individually or maybe set something up with your church Get an emphasis of uh, encouraging men to be faithful fathers uh, in their families. Uh, again, 281-491-DADS, D-A-D-S, or 3237, or faithfulfathering.org. Rick, always a, a joy. Time goes quickly, but sure, appreciate you being here today. I appreciate it, Bruce. Give them heaven, and uh, God bless and Godspeed. You're tuned to Christian Radio, keeping them close by, faithfulfathering.org, or 281-491-3237. That's uh, Rick Wirtz Ministry, Faithful Fathering of Texas. Thanks. God bless. You're tuned to Christian Radio, keeping him close by with Alistair Begg up next.